Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and with me this week, I got Edward. Hey, what's up? I got Paolo. Hello. And I got Mike. Hiya. All right, we are back from our hiatus. We watched a very special film, and I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to repeat the same joke that everyone is beating to death over the internet right now. Do I need to watch the first 83 movies before I watch Wonder Woman 84? I uh, absolutely hate you for making uh-huh, this joke. I uh-huh. really, really do. Uh, the, the answer is no. Just the 80th one is good, though. Oh, I was going to say that the answer is yes, because like there's there's that continuity between all of them. I mean, even even if it's loose, I was a little confused, though, when Diana became uh, a, a waitress at a diner and then you know got divorced from time traveling Steve Trevor. Uh, and then ended up like fighting City Hall. It was a little weird. I, I really found it really weird when she became a secretary for the Justice League. I mean, like, I'm amazed more people weren't up enraged about that. Yeah, it seems a little demeaning. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, first things first. Are we gonna are we gonna talk spoilers today? I think we have to. Oh, I thought you were gonna say first things first. I'm the illest. Um, I think we have to. All yeah, right. let's put that up front. So heads up, everybody. We're going to spoil the shit of this. Let's begin our review. Michael, what was your f- feelings about the movie? Uh, it was, you know, it was okay. All right, Paulo, what do you uh, think? <laughs> we're, we're trying to get a consensus. Paulo? Um, it was incredibly, absolutely, positively mediocre. All right, Edward? All right. I think this movie starts off pretty dope, right? And all right, hold on. Let me stop. Let me go back. This movie's a lot like if you're driving in the car with somebody mm-hmm. and you're like, you're driving and the GPS is on. Sure. And it's like, turn right. And they miss the turn. Recalculating. Turn right. And it, they keep going. <laughs> and so, so you're looking at the driver going, where are you going? Where are we going? What, what is this? It's not a bad movie. I'm just confused. Mm. Where are we going? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I actually 100% feel you on that. Because the movie starts off and it's dope. I, honestly, man, I, I don't even want to give it that much. <laughs> I mean, I, I, oh, man, that movie was 20 minutes in length away from being Fellowship of the, of the Rings. First of all. So, Matt, how did how, you? Hold on. How dare you make that comparison? <laughs> That movie is a national treasure from New Zealand. Oh, I was going to say it's national treasure is a national treasure, but <laughs> no, that the second one was national treasure. The first one's okay. Okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just what I'm saying is that I I don't personally I I think it is probably one of the worst superhero films I've ever seen. Per, quite, Ooh, quite honestly, whoa, that, that is you, that is uh, uh, that's high praise. Suicide Squad. <laughs> I <laughs> have you have you seen Catwoman? It, I, I said it's not the worst. I have said it's not the seen, worst. Have you seen uh, Fantastic Four 94? Have you seen the uh, Fantastic Four 2014? Okay, okay, okay. Have you okay. seen Fan Okay, okay. At least, at least 90s Fantastic Four uh, was cheesy and it was really campy. And... Have you seen yeah. Joss Whedon's Justice League? <laughs> oh, boy. Have you seen Age of Ultron? Oh, oh I forgot boy. about Age of Ultron. I don't know, maybe because it's fresh in my mind. Because I mean, like, even the beginning of Wonder Woman, I just as soon as the movie begins, it, it looks like somebody hired the graphic designers from uh, the PC game Myth and said, "Here, design the island where we, f- we filmed those commercials for the Lady Race." All right, yeah. yeah. But Go ahead. Sorry. That 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 was what Femascara looks like, though. Yeah, I actually, I absolutely like, loved the opening of that movie. Just the, the colors and everything, like, were so vibrant. Everything popped, like... From from the perspective of somebody who's watching as a comic reader, probably the best parts oh. of both of those movies Dude, so are the Themyscira scenes. In, in preparation for watching uh, Wonder Woman uh, 84, I had hmm. never seen the original, so I watched that a couple of days, like, like two days prior. My biggest problem with the first movie was they used that blue filter that like Warner Brothers fell in love with somewhere like towards the end of the Harry Potter series. Right. Everything <laughs> is just washed in blue. Um, so seeing that opening scene and these colors just like smacking you in the face, like I, I don't want to say like I got a, like I teared up a little bit, but I'm like, wait a minute, we're getting like 
this super vibrant comic book movie and it's actually gonna like it, it, it it's pretty good and they also really did a great job making her costume pop in the oh, second movie oh like, i don't there's... even care that she had those weird fucking heel rollerblade things well, well yeah, what was interesting that too because patty jenkins apparently uh films everything on uh real film it's not digital really that's cool yeah that's that very cool because cool. i mean like the second intro to the movie in the mall i that's how i felt mostly like i was like yeah this is great because the the colors and everything like that and as kind of campy as yeah as the scene that. was in the backdrop uh with you know an 80s mall in the backdrop it worked so good and where like the if the first movie was this like this gritty like war movie because it was set in it was set in world war one like Wonder Woman 84 starts and it slaps you in the face with the 80s and it just doubles down on like cocaine camp. I mean, in the beginning, I was really excited because, yeah, you see the scene in D.C. She's running around the, the city and everything like that. Everybody's dressed up like it's the 80s. The guys are, are driving a, a freaking Pontiac. I think it was a Firebird, <laughs> which we've also made jokes about on, on our website. And um I own I owned a Pontiac at one point, Firebird. So of course you did. So it spoke to you. They're fun cars, Rip Pontiac. <laughs> it spoke to me. <laughs> but yeah, like, hey, Paul, how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> no, good but, Pontiac. But the opening scene in DC, I thought I thought was really cool. I, I thought I thought the opening scene on uh, on Wonder Woman Mist Island, I, th I thought it was a little overdone a bit. I don't know. I thought that part was really I cool. It was all right. I, I love the high fantasy stuff. Like, just bring me more Greek god shit. Like, so good. See, I, 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 my one kind of complaint about that whole part was the idea of the buildup of that the armor. Oh, I didn't even feel like there was uh what buildup. That that's the thing. Yeah. There's so many yeah. things in this movie that didn't have any buildups. That, you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like the the armor. She, well, the, okay. I should go back and say the buildup came in the trailer. Because honestly, I feel like a lot of this movie was built up in the trailer really, really well. And then it just did not deliver on half of the promise that the trailer had. <laughs> well, okay. I feel like that trailer was just really good. It was. Yeah, it was. That trailer was really, like, I'm sorry, the the, the, the music that they used for Oof. it was just, oh, oh my God. Oh. Mm. Uh, this, this, the, 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 the transitions, the cuts in those, mm. in, in that trailer. Um, her fucking spider-man swinging on the lightning huh that was that mm, was actually cool. really freaking that cool. was cool in the movie though it was just like what is happening it felt so oh, no maybe but like i i didn't even give a shit like that was just fucking cool <laughs> like I, yeah. I completely like divorced myself from anything else going on and like that scene of her like i mean and i, I guess we can get there but that scene of her like learning to fly and then and then <laughs> oh, doing that shit yeah, that's yeah, yeah we can get to that so but that's all right cool. that's yeah, the yeah, half yeah, yeah, the best here. sequence in the movie to so, make. So, that was so good yeah. so, so let's start off with the basic synopsis all right so the movie starts off on um wonder woman island what's the name of it again i was wonder forget wonder <laughs> WWI, <laughs> not to the first movie. <laughs> the mascara, sir. The okay, so she, she's on a mascara island. The mascara, my God. It fast forwards like however many hundreds of years. Texas Chainsaw Mascara, where you're from. <laughs> it, it, it fast forwards to 1984. Uh, you know, she's in DC. She's, uh, you know, she's stopping petty crime. She, she stops the, uh, the kids, uh, the, those guys from robbing a jewelry store in the mall. Those kids, they had guns. They were going to no, murder no, no, those they, kids. They, they were going to murder grown the kids. adults were going to kill the kids. <laughs> yeah. That, that guy. That was really going to murder that, that kid. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Those are the most 80s, 80s criminals yeah. I've ever seen. He's like, I'm going back. And the other guy's like, like Jerry, Dude, don't what do you do it? He's don't. like, Jerry, they're just blockbuster videotapes. <laughs> You're publicly you murdering a child. The, the only the only way those uh, 80s villains could have been more 80s is if they were cast, if they had casted red from that 70s show. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh, I would buy it for a dollar. But anyway, so, so, so the movie kicks off. You got Kristen Wiig uh, playing this kind of like nerdy uh, character, Minerva. Minerva, yes, Minerva. that's the character name before she she becomes a uh, you know. You get ahead of yourself. So, so anyhow, it's they so, never refer to her as as Cheetah, do they? No, they, no, did they not. don't. They don't. So yeah, she, so she kind of has a lady crush on Gal Gadot. I mean, who doesn't? To be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's really sure. true. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So she has a lady crush. They they come across this stone because she's working at the Smithsonian. 
and um, what was the name of the stone again? It wasn't called the Dreamstone, was it? It was the Dreamstone. It was the and Dreamstone. Mm-hmm. So something that I want to bring up, and mm-hmm. I only bring this up because I decided to look it up because later on in the movie, they discuss something about it. Mm-hmm. The Dreamstone is technically a connection to the Sandman universe. Thank you for reading the Sandman after I bugged you for 15 years to do so. Yeah, did, uh, did, did, did you enjoy reading uh, Matt's physical copy of that? <laughs> yeah, how did it feel to turn the pages with their hands? <laughs> I mean, uh, I do have a, I do have a, a screen protector on my iPad that feels like so. <laughs> so it felt great. Okay, thanks. All right. So, I love it. So, 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 so parallel, <laughs> you have um, uh, Mando, uh, who's playing like this uh, Donald Trump kind of character. I, yeah, definitely. Was I the only one I got a Donald Trump vibe from him? No, it was very explicit. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was just, now, uh, just me. By Mando, you're referring to Pebro, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal and Jarrett. I couldn't recognize him without the mustache. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I didn't recognize him without the mask. That's fair. That's fair. No, no one cared about who he was until he put on the mask. Oh shit! Uh, (laughs) I can't take my mask off in front of others, though. Um, (laughs) No, and uh, I—it's one of those things, man. I'm a big fan of like, oh, I'm a big fan of comic book uh, Maxwell Lord. Oh, so that was disappointing to you? A little bit. I mean, I'm like, I I should shut up and let you finish your your synopsis, synopsis, so I can we can jump into that. Right, right. Let's do that. I'll 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 make my point after. I'm sorry. So basic synopsis. So he's uh he's this hot you know wheeling dealing money stealing mogul tycoon. Oil tycoon. Heavy quotes. Heavy quotes. Yeah, he's he's basically some sort of like two bit. He's a con man. He's a con man. He's a con man. He's a shitty used car salesman. So they come across Mm -hmm. the wishstone. Uh, Kristen Wiig, who is apparently ugly just because she wears glasses, so nobody notices her. <laughs> That's a classic comic classic thing, all right? Classic trope. This is this is a universe where Superman exists, all right? I I take it so like you look different without glasses. I get it. Fair I point. I mean, you guys Fair don't point. recognize me when I have my glasses <laughs> off. So, oh, you're 100 right. Yeah, it's like Clark Kent. It's like who's this ugly fucker working at the Daily? Oh, it's not Superman for sure. Not definitely not. 100. <laughs> so so she's a nerd. So she picks up the the wish stone. She she makes a wish. Uh, Gal Gadot accidentally makes a wish, and um, oh, yeah. wishes back her boyfriend. She mm-hmm. wishes back her boyfriend, played by uh, Chris Red Oak, and um, <laughs> they um, Christopher Douglas Fir. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Right out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, and, anyway, so so her her and Chris Fertique, they uh they, they find <laughs> each other again. Um Kristen Wig all of a sudden gets powers. I forget how Pedro Pascal gets his hands on the dreamstone, but basically he chooses to become the dreamstone. Mm-hmm. He seduced he sen- he seduced Kristen Wig's character. Right, right. Uh, Barbara 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 Minerva is her name, seduces her and steals the stone from her. All right, yes. for, first off, I feel like Barbara is like the name that people are giving to all the like less than attractive chicks in 80s flicks. I mean, remember Barb from uh, Stranger Things? <laughs> no. Honestly, it might be it might be on purpose. That might be a good link. I think I think that's it. I think I think Barb is like Karen just like like nothing, you know what I mean? It's like one of those it, names. Wait, that's so interesting. Are, are, you, are you telling me that that Barb is the reverse Karen? I think so. Honestly, oh that's something worth looking into. That's interesting. I never, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, yeah, and then my mind kind of turns off because like an hour of the movie passes between then and the scene in the Middle East. Well, I will say this: so you get to see um, Wonder Woman reconnect with um, with Steve Trevor, so. I have to admit that was kind of fun, at least on from me. I, yeah. I enjoyed watching I those agree. scenes. Um, and again, me watching the first one, uh, like within days, seeing the juxtaposition was awesome. Yes, it was. Um, and I, I, I feel like, like I feel like Wonder Woman eighty four had the right amount of camp. Uh, the love of my life, who was watching it with me, um, felt it was too campy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I land somewhere in the middle, uh, like that beginning, super campy, loved it. But yeah, like I didn't need the uh, what's it called, the dress up montage. I guess every '80s adjacent movie needs. Where it's I like, oh, what should the, I wear? I, see, I did enjoy that though. That was really funny. I mean, it was 
Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny seeing Chris American Cherry, um, you know, <laughs> being kind of awkward like that. But I mean, but like, it didn't need to fucking drag on for like an hour. Yeah, it, I felt like, like it just was gratuitous. There is, yeah, there is no reason why this entire movie is over two and a half hours. It's it just just like I feel like they could have made that like a ten minute montage or something like that. I mean, for fuck's sake, it's a movie about the eighties. Like, there was no montage actually. Come to think, oh, of it. they definitely uh, dropped mm. the ball on that. Huh? Patty yeah. Jenkins, you dropped the ball. There was no montage in an eighties movie. Dang, I would I would totally have taken the montage of Pedro Pascal. This character, uh, Maxwell Lord, just kind of going around making people wish on him. Like that was my favorite part of him, just driving people. You wish this, don't you? That, like, yeah, <laughs> you totally do. You see that? That was cool. I'm now really... taking your bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just doing something like that. Boneless people. I'm taking Damn. your dog. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of. So we should. We this should dog probably... name is Pedro. He we makes a probably... kid. He makes a kid wish, and he takes their balloon. Like, I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> we should talk about the way that wish, because I feel that was for me the weakest part. Was uh, the whole yeah, like that that whole thing with the wishes. Uh, so here's okay. uh, here's my problem with that. Now, Maxwell Lord in the comics is a telepath, right? Uh, well, I, 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 let me take a step back. Um, Maxwell Lord originally, uh, I want to say he was character introduced in the eighties, uh, comes off as like just this sleazy, like used car salesman, which, that, okay, that, that part they got right. Yeah. But he's still kind of like, or it, 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 you kind of ask the question in the comics of like, how did this guy like end up funding the justice league? Like, why does Batman just stop funding the justice league? But whatever, like that, that's his thing. He, he, he funds the justice league in the eighties. Uh, you come to find out like years later. He's been a telepath. So he kind of just like, like uh, when he first started funding the Justice League, he had just nudged uh, Batman like psychically to be like, hey, let me do this thing. And Bruce thought it was a good idea. Uh, later, he becomes horribly powerful. Like, oh, he up, yeah. He ends up taking over Superman's mind, uses him as a weapon, um, practically, you know, I don't want to say practically destroys the Justice League, but he he beats the brakes off of, uh, off of Batman. Uh, and there's, a, there's, there's a knockdown drag out fight. Uh, with Wonder Woman and Superman. Uh, and she kills Maxwell Lord. Let's not forget the fact that he also killed Ted Kord. Shot him in he the did. head. He did. Just point mm. blank. Yeah. Well, well, here's something good, at least about, like, I guess the DCEU in general, is uh, they're not so quick to kill villains, you know? I mean, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, more but, about that. Like that. Right? So okay. I, I definitely do like that. My but and, and my problem, I shouldn't say problem, but I guess, like, my issue with the Dreamstone was, like, Okay, Maxwell Lord was a telepath, but we can't explain that at the beginning of the movie. So here's magic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's like, but you could just be like, he's a telepath. You don't need yeah. to explain it. It's fucking comics. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, but, but the Dreamstone's also kind of wacky, comicy, booky. Yeah, you, know? you know, you know, yeah. what? I, I kind of didn't mind the the character, the, the idea of Maxwell Lord within the movie because I thought Pedro Pascal cheesed up the role so well. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But I also, oh, so th I also good, thought he was playing Nathan Fillion the whole time. Oh my god! I like, see I what you like, mean. I, I see feel what you like mean. they just wanted Nathan Fillion, and they're like, "Hey, Pedro, be Nathan. Shave your mustache. Be yeah." I don't He's know. Like, I don't I'm know like if I got that. On the wind. Bada boom. Like, I don't know whatever. if I got that vibe from him. He was like much uh. more desperate than Nathan Fillion usually is. Usually Nathan Fillion's like a cocksure kind of like. That's what I was about character. to say. He's yeah. He felt uh, uh, Pedro kind of channeled more desperation. Yeah, that's than, what I'm like, feeling. That's that's at least that's what I got out of it. Yeah, I got I got that so, too. So, I got that so, more towards the end. Yeah. So so let's let's get through the synopsis. So basically, he goes to the Middle East. He he makes one of these uh these uh, shahs, I guess. Uh, he figures out a way to steal all of his oil by tricking him into saying he wishes the essentially <laughs> essentially the man steals all the oil in, a, in the world. <laughs> yeah, basically. I love it. Essentially, he 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 has people wish onto him all of their oil. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't okay, so they so the whole premise is you make a wish on the dreamstone and the dreamstone takes something from you in exchange. Yeah. So he would grant all of these wishes to all these oil barons and take their oil and just make himself richer right to the to the point where he owned oil all the oil in the world <laughs> all right we'll get we'll get to those details in a second but uh yeah so basically an hour and a half into the movie you get you you're finally you get your second action sequence it takes place uh, it's like a car chase i felt it was very cheesy i don't know i i, I have i have problems with it and then uh 
Then she's back in DC. And then I don't remember very well what happens for the next like 45 minutes. Cause again, it's just like talking in her, just kind of romancing with Chris European Birch and, um, rerouting and, and, uh, Kristen weave just getting more and more powerful and <laughs> just building up rerouting i mean i'll be rerouting. honest i'll be honest they made a really great job of making kristen wig progressively more and more attractive as she got crazier <laughs> i disagree <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like she aged like 15 years within the span of the, the two-hour movie i watched <laughs> like, like I, she, she she gets more attractive at one point and then i'm just like who is this grandma <laughs> there's a pandemic someone someone get her a mask <laughs> I, I i don't know if like they really it, it really literally took that long to film the movie or like that's intentional where it's like oh look like people think she's beautiful but she actually like is not supposed to be you know mm, so, like, she's you, ugly on the outside and the inside so 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 yeah so then basically like the world is going to shit because you got pedro pascal going around wishing granting everybody's wishes he's becoming stupid rich he figures out that there's the Star Wars program, the old, you know, defense thing from the Reagan administration. Oh, also, the man that they got to play Ronald Reagan was terrible. Oh, by the way. Okay. that that upset me so much. I, I also yeah. like that. They, they never referred to him as president. No, Reagan. they didn't no, refer. They, 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 they didn't they refer. Don't. But you're in. It's Reagan. It's clearly you know Reagan. It's, Reagan. it's clearly Reagan. And then, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so then he uh, he takes over the televisions and then he's telling everybody to make all their wishes and he's somebody able to grant it. And then uh, Wonder Woman gives this uh, this like final goodbye to Chris Hunbeam and um, then uh, she runs off and then she uh, wants to stop uh, Pedro Pascal and then she fights uh, uh, Kristen Hairpiece but she's uh, turned into a cheetah because somehow she's able to get a second wish he's so, feeling generous yeah I don't know if she necessarily got a second wish I think she renounced the first one so got like I guess that I, I, I guess she got her spell slot back no, Pedro just said, "I'm feeling generous." What do you want? Oh, <laughs> that, that is what happened. Yeah, yeah. is that what happened? Generous. Yeah, that is what happened. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So I don't know. So she, she, she basically says, "I want to be an apex predator," and then bam, she, she, uh, Shatara. First of all, uh, Chitara, anyone who's been reading, anyone who's been reading current comic knows that's not what an apex predator looks like. You no. actually look like a kind of pale white alien, as Lex Luthor turned into. Oh, I was no. going to say, if you're a pro wrestling fan, you're just Randy Orton. That's also, <laughs> and, I, I, and I was going to say, if you're a layman's guy to the multiverse friend, you're just scarecrow with a gun. Hey, <laughs> oh, it's going around. Hey. Uh, so yeah, so then they have uh, their fight scene. It's, it's in the dark. Um, she, she, this is this is she dons that Wonder Woman armor, and you know they, they only talked about it for like a in the previous that scene. That armor was good for all of like. Three minutes. Yeah, yeah it, it, even it that blocked long? a bunch of hits. Yeah, she she's sitting there in, in her apartment with uh, Chris American Cherry, and then he uh, he's like, "What's that?" He goes, "Oh, it's the armor. My mom wore it. She wore it defending, you know, Mascara Island." Mm. And, her, her, um, her mom no, didn't no, wear it. It wasn't her mom. It was some random um, Amazon who supposedly died in the process of um, defending. And protecting the Amazonians as they left oh, the right. world of man. Yeah. Okay, she fought off the entire world with that armor. Jeff Bezos yeah, yeah. fought off the world with that armor. Gotcha. So, so she goes up, <laughs> shows up. Um, yeah, she, she doesn't have the power. She renounces the wish. She beats the shit out of uh, Kristen uh, Toupee. And uh, yeah, and then she like gets a lasso around uh, Pedro Pascal, and then she says like some like freaking like half uh, minute long thing about the truth. I don't remember a word oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. And then the movie ends. And then I don't know that she hears like Chris uh, Sapel would uh, in the background say something. And that, that was the movie. No. So in other words, the movie ends with nothing happening. Yeah. Well, nothing happened. It can't happen because she has to be in hiding because that was the whole shtick with uh, Batman v Superman. I thought she did. She did go into hiding. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, So, okay. So part of this part, before we continue and probably a good part to a good time to take a break on this is the fact that as a result of the success of this movie and i use success in quotes they're fast tracking wonder woman 3 oh cool yes so we will be getting a wonder woman 3 good um but when we come back we should probably discuss more of the things that really kind of i guess irked us and the things that we liked about the movie yeah it wasn't all bad yeah yeah so we'll be back Bye. 
All right, and we are back. All right, so we just got done expertly explaining Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, I've Good never job, heard it explained us. any better. Ah, uh, me either. I, I agree. Um, I, I think you could just w- listen to our synopsis instead of uh, watching it, actually. I, th- I think we do an even better job than all of the grade A actors and actresses that were in that film. Yeah, take that, Patty Jenkins and writer <laughs> Jeff Johns and yeah. producers yeah. Zach and whatever his wife's name is, Snyder. Yeah, take that. Also, watch out for the uh, eventual sound effect uh, audio we're going to be releasing uh, so you can listen along w- with the synopsis so you get the full effect. You get all those Ooh. beautiful yeah. sound effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good track. For also, the watch out for alligators. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, <laughs> all right. Uh, you should watch out for quicksand, too. All right. I want to start this off because I think I was the biggest hater of this movie of the three of us, of the four your, of us by far. Your uh, live tweeting, just not on Twitter, was incredible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do we want to? Okay. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll read some of the highlights of it. So, um, Oh man, I I should have read this before we uh, did this. Let's see, when was this from? Um, this was a, I think you watched it maybe this Sunday. I think you watched it. Was that Ed who watched it? This that Sunday? was uh, no, I watched I, it on Sunday. Yes, oh, I think Matt and and Mike both watched it this past Sunday. I watched it uh, Tuesday of this week. So I'm the one who watched it first. Okay, definitely. Let's see. You you watched it on Christmas. You were like, Happy birthday to Jesus. Okay, time to watch the Wonder Woman. All right, so here's what I have. Uh, I said. I'm an hour and a half in one action sequence. It's the same structure as a 70s Wonder Woman show, but at least uh, each episode is only an hour. Oh, they front flipped a truck because Nolan made it cool. Good thing I was holding on to the kids so that I can so that they would break my fall. Yeah, that was a little bit precarious, yeah, that was right? A little freaky. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, oh, my God. The way the stone pillar bounced. Um I don't remember that. <laughs> it was during the uh, scene where they're breaking into the White House and then a pillar falls on, I, I think, uh, Wonder Woman. But they filmed it in slow motion and they didn't cut the camera. So the pillar falls on her and then it, it just bounced up like it was made out of styrofoam. I mean, I'll be honest. So sorry to break your 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 immersion, your immersion there. But that that fight scene in the White House was really freaking cool. okay it that was. was that was cool that was cool but uh i mean but my biggest complaint about the movie though is that like i feel like there's enough good ideas in there for it to be a good movie but it it needed to be a lot shorter recalculating <laughs> i just started <laughs> making weird choices i i do feel the length of this movie for sure yeah it, it, the, the the length is a lot it's two and a half hours um and it's it's i think honestly a good hour too long i i would say a half hour but i i kind of felt the same way about the first one like i really like how like the first one's like i said this gritty war movie and the like the end fight scene with aries didn't bother me but i'm also like but why though yeah yeah and i feel like that i feel like the but why though is a pretty good description of the like the latter half of of 84 yeah but mm-hmm. like the the thing was though is that like in in the original wonder woman movie you know it's it's her you know getting together with chris basswood and um you know it, it was something new and like and you just bring him back literally from the dead just to and then it fills up like an hour worth of plot well but matt you have to remember it's the 80s and wonder woman is a is a woman and she can't do anything because i'm a woman okay the the point that i was going to get at originally was that uh like that's I, half the movie like half, well, half it, the movie is, is wonder woman not being able to do anything because well, she's well, a woman well half the point mm-hmm. is is that like i think that uh, the director uh pat patty J. I think she just like said, no, fuck you, editors. Get out of my editing room. I'm doing this. And <laughs> the other half of it that I had a problem with is that like the Wonder Woman I know, you know, and I don't I haven't really honestly read that many Wonder Woman uh, comics. But what I do know Wonder Woman from is like, you know, Dark Knight's Metal, uh, Kingdom Come, you know, some Justice League, a lot of the, the big um, crossovers and stuff like that mm-hmm. is like if I'm a bad guy and I get caught by the uh, by the Trinity you know what? Superman is probably going to take me out back, have a sit, you know, sit down with me and, you know, talk me through it and, you know, say like, look, you shouldn't be doing this. This is fucked up. I'm going to fly you to jail now. Batman is probably going to stop my shit and break all my arms and, you know, have me drink <laughs> all out your of your arms. <laughs> it didn't kill him. All two of them. 
you know, have me drinking out of his straw and but he ain't gonna kill me. He's gonna he's gonna make me fucking regret what I did. But he's not but he ain't gonna kill me. Wonder Woman, all bets are fucking off. She's crazy. She's she's the warrior so, of the group, and she I wouldn't is say going she's, to be I wouldn't yeah. say she's crazy though. No, like, she's not crazy. So, but okay, like, okay. Your your chances your chances of her not killing you drastically usually, go down. Yeah, <laughs> because she's the one that usually that Batman and Superman are like, yo, hold hold up, hold up. We don't kill, we don't kill. And she goes, Yeah, but this guy like murdered every orphanage in the country. We know. We know. So, but you know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna interject for just a second. Yeah. And so one of the things that in more recent times and kind of like in a lot of the different tellings and a lot of these big crossovers is Wonder Woman is supposed to represent um, like this strange duality where you're absolutely right. She's the warrior. She's the one who you will most expect to try to like have no qualms with, yeah. with killing someone, with finishing off. But at the same time, she's also supposed to be the one who shows the most restraint and compassion she yeah exactly um she's an emissary of peace and i the, the first movie or she's an, an emissary an emissary of peace and really doesn't want to do harm to other people she just wants to help and that first movie displays that very well like i i feel like if anything the wonder woman movies really encapsulate the character as a whole very well mm -hmm. i actually have no complaints about the character herself how she's portrayed it's, it's done great. very well I feel like yes. the story could have been much more concise um, and uh, honestly a little bit better. Like we could have gotten different characters to be the villains. Cheetah could have played a much different role than she did in this movie. Um, I think the, the, the big kind of situation for this is you have to remember because we're dealing with a two and a half hour movie, there has to be a reason for this character, this, this, this villain to be connected to the hero that you're trying to kind of i mean don't you feel like it kind of cheats the character cheetah no pun intended <laughs> um over the fact that she literally just wished herself to become a cheetah well she did gain her like cat-like form in the comics by magical means yes um i believe i believe it was a curse um, it kind of it kind of felt slapped on though. It kind of felt like it, they Spider Man her three into the movie. I, I was about to say mm. the the problem I'm finding with some of these comic book movies lately, and especially like this one, are I, I feel like some of these these later DC movies are stuck almost in like early like early two thousands comic book movies where like they need to to tell a story and everyone needs to have some kind of note attached to someone else so it makes sense yes. to a casual uh, viewer and you don't. But, yeah, anything, if anything, the MCU, the MCU movies have proved you don't have to. Well, I mean, but not only that, though, but it's a two and a half hour movie and there's a five minute explanation why she becomes a cheetah lady before she shows up. <laughs> I mean, you know, like that was the other problem I had, you know, when she invents the invisible jet mobile, literally she's sitting there in, in the plane with Chris Hard Maple and, you know. <laughs> She's like, oh, no, there's radar. You know, they're going to catch us with radar and stuff like that. You know, totally disregard the fact that I'm a World War One pilot fire, you know, flying like a modern jet. She, she's like, hey, I can make, oh, I, I love I can that. make stuff that disappear. Bam, bam. He's a plane genius. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm ironically enough. Uh, the fact that that's how they explain the creation of the invisible jet, which as a comic book reader, I also don't know what the actual history or the reason for the invisible jet is. I think she just bought invisible paint, right? I, I'm, like, one. I'm like, okay with that as an explanation. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, like, like may, may, maybe they could have like, I don't know, somehow shown like an invisible jet when they were on uh, Island Mascara earlier. They, like, can't, they like, can't like, show an invisible some jet. Some sort of hints. I don't <laughs> know. There's no way to show an invisible can't jet. Show it, just, 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 show, <laughs> just show one of the uh, Amazonians just, you know, just sitting, sitting down, but she's acting like she's saying something, any, <laughs> oh, any, any kind okay. of up you know what i mean someone in Themyscira <laughs> getting off an invisible horse i'd be down like that would only improve the movie <laughs> i agree there oh speaking of horses uh, i i i don't want to backtrack too much but i absolutely love the the yield triathlon that uh like uh, little itty baby diana go uh, oh yeah competes yeah because yeah. like, no, because because bicycles don't exist but horses do yeah but but don't that triathlon's happening when she's a kid yeah no but that's what i'm saying like bicycles don't exist but horses totally fucking do
Of course, yeah, of course, horses predate bicycles. What are you talking about? No, I'm no, I'm not trying to say they don't. I just I find that hilarious. <laughs> and then all also made me question: Did like when or have, how long have triathlons been a thing? And like without bikes, did, did they use horses? Did I mean, they use something else? I don't know. Essentially, all, they're essentially the Greek Games. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Olympics the, precursor. The Olympics are a thing. It's the Olympics. Yeah, man. It's not like you know. Yeah, yeah they didn't start in uh, in Atlanta. <laughs> did we just did that's why that's why you're like did, did, did we just blow Ed's mind? I think we're no, that the no, Olympics no, no. are a real we, thing. <laughs> what? No. Impossible. <laughs> this is preposterous. I know it was supposed to be an Olympics year, Ed, but it was a pandemic. Oh, I see. I, I I just thought that Kurt Angle came to the ring with like one of those big like oversized like pieces of chocolate, and he he just hadn't pulled the foil off yet. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle's a classic button. <laughs> oh. This makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, Mark Henry was uh, was an Olympic powerlifter, but Olympic was the name of the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's based yeah. off the mountain. Yeah, yeah. He's he's literally just a Greek god. That's that's all it is. Yeah, he's like Hercules' great grandson. Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on. So I okay. Going back to the plane thing, all right. I'm. I decided to look it up because it's I was bothering about to say, me. If, if it makes you feel any better, uh, the post crisis version was an alien. What? Oh, really? Oh, wait, the, the plane was an alien? Uh, okay. It, that, that began life as an alien morphing crystal. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Okay, so the first. Do, do you want to read these, 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 these four paragraphs? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sure I, was about to talk about, I was about to talk about the pre crisis <laughs> history where she apparently built it to be better than her mother's planes. Because apparently they're, yeah. you know, they decide they invented planes on Themyscira. So Cause, that's Joe, fine. Because everyone remembers plane dick is bigger than Hippolyta's <laughs> plane dick, all right? Dude, dude, my, my favorite event in the classic Greek Olympics was, uh, was the flying <laughs> event. <laughs> it's true. Everyone builds a plane from scratch, and then as you fly it as far as you can get it. Remember, remember that scene in the Hercules Disney movie where he flies a kamikaze into the freaking Hydra? I just can't wait until this new thing I learned about called the Olympics comes back, and that we have like uh, plane building and flying. Like I can't wait for the javelin through an impossibly far hoop that you have to throw it through. <laughs> I absolutely love the fucking gender reveal party uh, signals in the middle of them too. I know. <laughs> okay, so if I'm a hundred percent honest with you, reading through all of these explanations of the plane. I much prefer the version from Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Or, or, or you, rather, you the much movie. prefer the, the, the literal hand-waving of he, the, the plane's invisible now? <laughs> yeah! Because yeah. so, yeah. so, these, these are just ridiculous. Why is the plane an alien? Why not? Why is it alive? Why not? So you're saying, you're saying the movie makes just as much sense as any other explanation? <laughs> yes. yes! Okay, good. <laughs> Her sidekick was literally called the Eat a Candy, and she was heavyset. Oh, what do you oh, expect? Oh, oh man! Wait, yeah. really? Did you guys, did you guys and miss a candy? That? Yeah, we missed that from the I first did, one, at least because I didn't know the first one. Oh, the first one, yeah. I, it's been so long since I've seen the first one. Yeah, that, that flew by uh, me. Yeah, Actually, that, Mike, did I, did I give you um, uh, Wonder Woman Earth Wonder read? I don't believe so. Oh, throwback. By the way, throwback. Throwback to that. They did include a picture of them together in the movie. They did. She was old. She was old, yeah, and Wonder Woman is exactly as old as she is now. <laughs> Did not age a day. Nope. Um, yeah, I much prefer the version of the Invisible Plane in the movie that I do any of these comic book ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm annoyed at the fact that I didn't know any of these, and now that I'm looking them up, I prefer this version. <laughs> Are you more annoyed now that you know? Yeah, more now than I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fine. I was about let's, to say, let's, let's let's get us back on track. Yeah. Um, what did we what, what did we like about the movie? Flying sequence. Yeah, the, that flying sequence is beautiful. This, this, the only thing I was mad about is I, I as as she's like getting into the sky, I'm like, oh yeah, because now now that her boyfriend's dead, and she's like, I can't do anything because I am a woman. She she's gonna hit the uh, like she's gonna hit the air, and we're gonna get a fucking uh, Chris Hardtree. Uh, voiceover and then we did <laughs> what species of wood is hard tree i don't know all right i'm not some kind of fucking treeologist like you are matt all right yeah sorry i'm not up on my oak woods and my my mahoganies oh nice that one i know that, i know that one too for my douglas ferns <laughs> all right now you're getting the into soft a pine woods. tree you start off in hardwoods now you're in softwoods come on keep your shit straight <laughs> he's not a tree scientist
We've been over this. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a degree in triology. I don't know about trees and tree culture. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what. Watch, Somebody educate me. Watch the movie again, and then you'll pick up a a, a book about identifying wood because it's more it's more fun than half this freaking movie was. I Whoa. honestly, I just want like, I just want to like a, a a montage of the action sequences and like that flying scene, like her just like her just learning how to fly and the, the, the what that minute is so good it's dude yeah the, the, the music really good. Just, just I the I, lightning yeah i don't want to awesome. say i got emotional during all that but it's like it's that's okay the, but that's the shit i want to see yeah like that's the comic book bullshit i want yeah so i have to i have to agree that was really good the, again going back to that fight scene in the white house so good that oh, whole god. thing was so good Dude, her, her fucking up the the guys that don't want to go back to jail <laughs> with, with her her using like her her out spider-manning spider-man with the fucking lasso <laughs> so cool I, and it's, yeah, as that lame is cool. as it is the tiara throw at the beginning What's oh the yeah that, yeah that was actually really freaking cool but that's a throwback to like the classic wonder woman which they were obviously gripping yeah, off of, it was also great a, was also a throwback to uh, her fight with superman I was talking about before when uh, 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 Maxwell Lord mm -hmm. uh, controlled his mind. That's how she beat him. Oh, that's amazing. Fucking threw it right across the throat and damn near killed him. <laughs> I mean, like, but that, 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 again, that's the problem, though. Is like there are so many good action sequences, but like there's there's not even like an hour of between them. It, it's just like bleh. I feel like the last one with Cheetah was very bad. Like it's so hard to see everything. I was well, really, I was I, okay. So I, again, we fall victim to like the third act being not as good as the rest of the movie. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely got um, Amazing Spider-Man two vibes with uh, Spider-Man versus Electro, mm -hmm. where uh, they just kind of shoehorned in this weird set that they paid for, and they're like, "Guess we gotta use it." Look, look all I all I gotta say <laughs> when Cheetah shows up is that I'm just fucking glad she didn't start singing uh, numbers from the musical Cats because it looked say, that uh, bad. No, 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 it did not look, it that, looked bad. Bad. It did not look it that bad. It did not look that bad. No, I... she she wasn't wearing sneakers. All right, if she was wearing sneakers, <laughs> I'd agree with you. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't hate the way she looked. It's probably the best representation Ooh. of a cat person. I feel we've seen in recent my, years. My my favorite part uh, of that fight was the uh like the the couple of frames when they're they're both in the water like uh like are they they're, they're both like neck deep in the water uh and the camera pans to Wonder Woman and then back to Cheetah who's uh or, or Kristen Wiig who's like their her makeup is smudged and then back to Wonder Woman and then back to Cheetah whose makeup is now all there. Yeah, you I missed it. that. It's a superpower. Super I missed that too. Yeah, I missed that too. I mean, yeah, like I said, the third act is not the the best. I mean, I will say this. I think I heard somebody wish to be a master of all sports at the end of that in the wish montage. <laughs> I heard no. that. I heard that. I heard that. I heard that one. And so I definitely feel like that is a redeeming quality in the third act. I wouldn't say that was like the I wouldn't best. say it's not a redeeming yeah. quality. I mean, that, that scene where he's walking down the uh, where he's walking on a farm and Scarecrow says, I wish I had a gun permit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real standout scene. <laughs> oh, right, and man. again and again, like it boggles my mind how we went from like essentially World War Three was about to start. Like we were the the rockets were in air, and then at the end of the movie, everything's fine. Like nothing happened, and so that to me frames Batman versus Superman in a very weird place. <laughs> Hear me out. It's true. No, okay. I get. I get you. So you the going? end of so, so the end of Man of Steel, right? And and Mike, you, you've put this so uh, eloquently uh, plenty of times. <laughs> Clark fights Zod, and like they're super nine eleven in the middle of Metropolis, right? And everyone acts like that's the worst thing that's ever happened ever, and like that they've never seen anything like this before. But back in nineteen eighty four, we almost had World War Three, dude. Because everyone was uh, coked out in the eighties. Nobody fucking remembers the eighties. Yeah, I could see like, oh, that wasn't the Cold War crazy guys. <laughs> yeah, like I could see people being like, yeah, that was a crazy time. Remember that time we did like, remember that time we wished for a pound of blow and then we don't remember anything until we were sitting in our living room watching I'm Full House sure in 1992. Somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody wished for a lot, a lot of cocaine during that <laughs> during that wish sequence. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't know. There were a, I had problems with the third act. You're absolutely right. Like yeah. the third act is probably the weakest part of that movie. And I can't um, even like, I can't even put it into words except for like rerouting. It just, it, you, you were right in saying that the story is bad and I don't understand because your boy Jeff Johns wrote it. 
you know what? You're that, and it. I I have no defense, and I feel like because he's been doing a lot of the DC TV and, and a lot of the DC movies, and I think he's on board with the I need to do a thing that's close to the comic book origin, but I can't do it in two hours to make it make sense. So magic or so other thing, you know what I'm trying to say? Like he'll do something close because he can't because exp- he can't explain it in the amount of time you would have in a comic book. So but three it's people, two and a half so hours long. Here's the thing. Mm. Here's the thing. Three people have credits on the screenplay. Patty Jenkins, mm-hmm. Jeff Johns, and David Callahan. The only comic book writer on that is Jeff Johns. Right, but I, you, you, need, you need people in movies to write four movies. You right. Know? Yeah. So, and, and, I, and I think that's where Jeff Johns' weakness is starting to show. He's not a short-form writer. His best mm. work has been done in these long sweeping tales which you can still like you can still tell if you're trying to build a, a movie universe which like they can still do i mean again they pump the brakes just a, fucking do it again <laughs> again though the movie was two and a half hours long and we all agree it could have chopped out at least an hour's worth i mean i i feel like i mean okay so you you can chop off or so i i don't agree about the hour i agree about the half hour um but i would have just told a different story like I don't know how the second half of that script got made. So it's 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 such a it's okay. I I think you could work with it, but it's as simple as oh hey somebody becomes a monkey's paw. Yeah, and that that was the basic story. It's, and it's, honestly, it's a beat the shit trope. Everybody knows about the monkey paw as soon as they 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 just took their very very sweet time to reveal that it's a monkey paw. I felt. I feel like I I feel like it would have been easier to just be like he's a telepath or dumb. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I don't, you know what? I thought it was crazy when you find out back in the Nolan Batman movies when just Joker just shows up and there's no backstory and they don't really explain anything about it. And he's, you don't need it. You don't need it. I, mm. as crazy as it sounds, just to say, hey, here's the telepath, deal with it. I think it's you're comics. right. I think, no, well, I think you're a, right. It's I think a comic you're right. Book. Oh, well, I agree. I, what do you I, expect? I, believe, well, I mean, I believe that, I know why sure. they didn't make him a telepath is because they wanted to make him redeemable, right? Like this, th- this power wasn't his. He chose something out of like a sense of greed, or or really, as we find out, a sense of wanting to provide and, uh, and give his give his son something he never I'll had. Be honest, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Why though? But if he's a telepath, like that's look, a, look, all intent, everybody saw which is why how, they look, can't do, go down that avenue. But that's yeah, no, why I Paula, ask myself Paula, is why no, why redeem him? No, this is no. This it's is interesting. Why I don't know. This is why Paul. Look how look how do, good the Mandalorian is doing when they put Pedro Pascal with a small child. Oh, literally, <laughs> literally that last scene. Uh, again, the uh, light of my life throws out a, oh, hey, you uh, you like the Mandalorian and, and his father-son relationship, right? Well, here's a father-son relationship with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, mm, yep, mm-hmm. that's the I, end of this movie. They just wanted a more hopeful <laughs> message. I, and I, I kind of get it because I, like that was the... That was the that was that was the real story. Yeah, yeah, because DC in the past has been like fucking grim. Dark. Yeah, well, that's, at least that's how people perceive it. Like, I, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't, agree I don't see it, but like, I, like, they just want a more hopeful ending, and I get that's why they went because if he's a telepath, you cannot be like, you can't be redeeming if he's he's intentionally doing all this stuff to people. You know, it's like, he, and, so, but, I mean, and, that's where mm, that's where I ask myself the question: is Why bother with the redemption then? Yeah, because a hopeful Why? ending. You want a yeah. hopeful ending. That's the thing. He's, it's like we, if she just mercs this guy. It's like, wow, what a what a great ending I, to the I, thing. I, we did. Again, I don't say like murking him. I feel like you could have done something else. You could have found a way around what he was trying to do. But then that's again a completely different story. Like Ed, yeah, don't mm-hmm. tell I, yeah, this yeah. story. Yeah, I, and and Mike, I get what you're saying that like you want to have a hopeful ending, and it, it's very much that Vince McMahon like God, we gotta set the fans home happy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what it is um the comics though maxwell lord comes like he you come to find out that he he ended up getting these powers like uh at some lot like at, later in life he didn't he didn't get them like as a kid they manifested it like in his uh early, like early adulthood uh, if, the, if I remember the, correctly. the hmm. actually it was an daily invasion from the dominators okay yes they gave yes, him powers yes um but he was he had grown up uh, I want to say that his dad was killed by people with powers, uh, and his mother raised him to hate metahumans. So now that now oh. that he has powers, his mom, like the rest of his family, is like they, not that they necessarily disown him, but they kind of look at him funny. 
so his his entire reasoning for doing what he did with Superman uh, and the Justice League and everything else is that he didn't want regular humans to have to go through what he did with his dad. Okay, you know what? You know what? I, and he committed horrible atrocities in doing so. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, quite honestly, they explain that in honestly two issues of a comic book. I'm, you know, I'm actually going to come out in defense of his character and how he was set up because I think that was the whole point as to why they set the movie in the '80s because the '80s is known, um, you know, by the like greed. Yeah, the whole Gordon Gecko greed is good, and mm-hmm. he is an embodiment of that. Um, That's also true. I kind of, I kind of joked before saying like did anybody else get a Trump vibe off of him, but like, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't Trump. He was just kind of emulating certain behaviors of him, and he's known, at least for those of us in the tri-state area, for being like the embodiment of somebody that's greedy, kind of to mm-hmm. an extent. Right. So like, I feel to make somebody whose motivation is greed is much easier to explain in the backdrop of the mid '80s. You know, then the, oh, I hate metahumans thing. Cause I, like to a general movie going audience, I kind of feel to an extent that's kind of been beat the shit. And also, you're mm. talking, you're the, the, the other part of what Ed was talking about him wanting revenge against metahumans. You have to kind of give a situation where there are more than one metahuman. Yeah. And, and they've already, and DC has already like said fuck you to the extended universe as it is. I mean, it's still in stasis somewhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, the way I look at it though is you could have not done Maxwell. I mean, I wouldn't have done Maxwell Lord in this movie, right? I, I would have done something else. I don't know what I would have done. Um, I, part of me was like, maybe you do Dr. Psycho, but that's not like something. <laughs> <sighs> he's problematic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very. <laughs> but having, I mean, I, I just, I, I think I like the character of Maxwell Lord in a more modern setting. I think that's, it, you can tell more interesting stories that way. Well, the um, thing is, I would have saved him for that. They didn't kill him. So you can reuse him, especially if they start opening it up the metaverse, you know, I, I don't know. Cause True. I mean, like, while well, this shit's going on, the jokers in uh freaking the Bronx and, uh, you know, going on late night television shows often, uh, hosts. So, I mean, <laughs> You know, I, I they, there really is no sense of congruency going on right now in the DCU, I feel. Well, no, the Joker is completely separate. Like, that isn't part of the universe of oh, the whole. Yeah, it's just I, its own I, movie. I, I know, I know. I know. I Which just, is cool. Just, I love that because that's very much as, as a on and off comic book reader. That's my experience with comics. It's like, oh, what's happening now? Like, you know, what's the continuity now? And right. sometimes I just read one off and that's fun. And the, the, it's cool that movies are doing that now, too. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I don't know. It just... I, I always kind of wonder where DC is going with this because like now that they're owned by AT&T and they got the whole HBO now and the theaters are dying and all that fun stuff. Hmm. Like I, I, I just, I kind of am trying to figure out what the hell their big idea is here because you know, these days if they release a Marvel movie, even if it's a, so, well, not really Sony movies, but like if they release a Marvel movie, it's going to tie into the, the greater MCU. Really what I think they should do. Let, let Scott Snyder do his thing. Release Zach. the sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta do that constantly. Yeah, it's, same, it's, same. it's, it's that, and I, I can't remember uh, uh, just fucking uh, crusty man Bumblefuck's name. Like legitimately, Alan Moore, um, Benedict no. Cumberbatch. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <that> like, <laughs> maybe, uh, and, and I've been saying this forever that like the the DC universe is is a more interesting universe tell it in like it needs to be told in long form you've got hbo max and and you're you're putting out like the snyder cut in a four part hour long like a four hour long series i'm about it just give me that yeah but honestly just reading the behind the scenes i know we're, we're escaping from 84 here we and, are, and but, but but going behind the scenes like what the plans for the dc universe was uh before people on twitter hated batman v superman uh, was like this big sprawling thing, like Su- Suicide Squad. They were supposed to be like, like Mother Boxes was supposed to be the big thing, like that they were oh, combating. Yeah, and like that, that was crap. Like they were supposed to oh, be. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so I kind, you're you're you're. you're I kind of my heartstrings. I know. I I but I do love the 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 Snyder approach. I know not everyone loves Snyder, but I love the Snyder approach of he's he's a big comic nerd, so he. He kind of does his own thing, like tells the story he wants to tell with those characters, but he heavily visually references the comics rather than just explicitly just saying, remember these guys in the comic books? He just like visually, because he assumes like, you know, Superman, you know, Batman and, and kind of. Right. Yeah. But I love that as opposed to this one where it's like, it did feel like kind of, 
Uh, yeah, we have to explain Cheetah and or and not explain her at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because we like, we need to we need to shoehorn this in because we need more villain. We need we need a villain that she can punch. Like like I said, um, like I said, the Spider Man three treatment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, and 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 <laughs> that's another fascinating movie. But that's a that's a that's a conversation that's a another time. Yeah. <laughs> God, I would love I would love to do I would love to do what we did here with that. Um, oh, I would love to have an excuse to rewatch it. So you know what, and that that makes a lot of sense then with what I just said. Um, while the first movie, like it, it being this gritty wartime movie, I mean, I, I absolutely love the uh, the scene uh, where they're in the trenches and uh, yes, his, and, and 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 what's his name is like, yo, we can't go over there; they're gonna fucking kill us. And she's like, watch yeah, this shit. That's a great. And, scene. Yo, oh, that is a so that good, is good cool. scene. Her, so her her blocking all the bullets and just picking up speed and picking up speed and then hitting that machine gun and her blocking those bullets and she goes to like she she half stumbles and then takes that knee. Mm. Oh, like I'm not saying I full on was like like <laughs> big girl like we're at ice cream crying, but like. Oh man, was that like that encapsulates the character like oh, so good. to a T. It's they, they, so good. They do a great job of making her feel like Wonder Woman. Yes. That that the character she plays her well. Yes. She plays her with um a, a sort of naivete that yes. uh, that 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 isn't there. Um you know, that, that you don't get from some of the other people who are playing right. superheroes. Exactly. She's what, what, I, what I love really is well. the like in the scene with her, uh, her and 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 Chris in the uh, in the jet with all the uh, the fireworks going off. And, oh, like, that was gorgeous! Was the look on yeah. her face is like, it's so good. <laughs> the, the point I was gonna make though is that like, you get all these these scenes and like that's what I want out of a Wonder Woman movie. Stuff like that is what I want out of a Superman movie. Like I don't give a shit. Okay, about okay. them throwing down and like throwing punches, but your casual like average person going to see that movie does. You shoehorn Ares, so she's got something to punch. You, mm-hmm. you shoehorn Cheetah in there, so she has something to punch. Yeah, I felt I felt Ares and Cheetah were both gratuitous. Okay. Like, I was like, I don't. Okay, which isn't bad okay. because like I love the fight scenes too. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Here, here, here's my thoughts at the end of Wonder Woman '84. Uh, what other superhero movie? I'll give you a hint. It's from the '80s. What other superhero movie <laughs> from the '80s? Uh, featured a fight scene in the White House. The main superhero losing their powers. And it went on for about an hour too long. Superman four, Superman three, two, two, Superman two. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. Superman three was the comedy oh, one. Yeah, Zod. Zod. Superman four is Superman four is the one where he fights uh, that's his where atomic he, man. That's, yeah, yeah. No, Superman two is. Oh God, what have I done? It's oh, yeah, Zod. Yeah. Oh man, and isn't that the one where Superman throws his symbol at him? Yes, that's that's, that's Zod. Superman yeah, two. Superman two. Did he because... lose his powers in two? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's even better. I Wonder Woman does the same three. thing. She takes the logo off of her head and throws at a people. She does. Yes. Yes. I Wonder Woman eighty four is just Superman two. Shit, dude. There's a good <laughs> cut in there somewhere. Like I said, that was the thing. You you watch the original cut of Superman two. It's pretty crap. You watch the uh, the original director's cut of it. Um, who's the, who was the first director for Superman? 2? Richard Donner was the original cut. The Richard, it's the Donner cut. The yeah. Richard the Donner, Donner cut. cut is significantly better. Um. I, I feel like Wonder Woman eighty four is the same problem. You, you, you get better editors on it, and um, I don't know. You, you got and Patty Jenkins gets a second Indian or something like that. It's a good movie, but I for this for the same reasons why I hate Wonder Woman eighty four is this. Why I hate the theatrical cut of Superman too. If you enjoy, okay, I'll close it with this. If you really, really enjoy watching Wonder Woman be Wonder Woman for the character, watch both of these movies. Ooh, mm, I would say watch the first half of eighty of Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh yeah, okay. Because once she starts, yeah. once she starts losing her powers, it just becomes I can't do anything because I am a woman. Yeah, that was that was. <laughs> am I wrong? No, but she, like, no you're not. You that to... was my takeaway. Like I said, I like the Wonder Woman that I know from the the crossover comics that I've seen her in, where you know she's the one that's ready to you know fuck yeah, shit she, up. She's she's oh, the one that's my God, go for a reason. Right, right, she's right, business. If you're if you're a big Wonder Woman fan and you like watching her character and you like reading about her, go read <laughs> Dark Knight's Death Metal. Yeah. <laughs> she was great in that. She was great in that. <laughs> that's not our death knell. It's our battle cry. Love it. Love so it. So good. Mike, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say back to the um, she, like, I can't do anything because I'm a woman. Just remember, because I thought about that, too. But the movie explicitly says once she gets rid of him, she gets stronger. So 
That is true. That is true. Shit, that's right. You know what? (laughs) You just saying that, man, that's fucking cool. (laughs) Holy shit. You just turned something that like was so fucking lame for most of that movie. But yeah, holy shit. It didn't need that. It's like, why why is she? I mean, I get that she cares, and that's kind of cool, like showing her humanity. So, is that more ham-fisted than Zack Snyder uh, circling Superman as Jesus? Um, no, it's because less, it took it's us. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess I would say no because I didn't pick up on it. It, it, it took our <laughs> idiot brains an hour to figure that out. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here, can't even remember Chris Pine and confusing him with other other every other species of hardwood I've seen. Oh, you were talking about Chris Pine? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I get it now. Wow. I should, study uh, <laughs> I should become a tree scientist. Uh, all right. Well, with that, folks, I think it's a good time to say, would you please visit us on our website and tune in next time? See, I, I made a wood it. pun. I made a wood pun. You got it? <laughs> nice. Yeah. I hate you. I hate you so much. Good night, everybody. See you on Arbor Day. Rerouting. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.